You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 273. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast, and we are headed into summertime. I just love it. I've been saying it's almost summer. It's almost summer for so long, and I'm excited that it's finally summer. But I will say that it's very hot for most of us. I don't know where you live in this world listening to the podcast. I live in Austin, Texas. And let me tell you, we don't get any kind of break, meaning we go right from like a 30 degree day in winter to 100 degrees for several days in May already, which is way too early to be that hot. So you do have to take some things into consideration as we head into summer. We're going to talk about a lot of those things today because our main topic of the podcast today is 10 tips to stay healthy or get healthy or get fit this summer. I want to give you 10 specific things that you can do, that you can think about, that you can try, that you can get back on track if you've sort of fallen off track so that you can feel awesome this summer. And for those of you who have heard some of these things before, I think it's always a great refresh reminder. And then for a lot of my new listeners, you may not have heard these things before and be able to put into play some of these tips. And honestly, they will make a world of difference in how you feel and even how you look by the end of summer because often what happens is we start summer we're so excited there's lots of barbecues and neighborhood get-togethers and before you know it you're drinking a cocktail every single night you're having dessert with your kids every single night and all of a sudden you're up five to ten pounds and you're like wait what what just happened (laughs) it goes by so fast and I want you to be able to enjoy this summer by all means but I also want you to feel your best when summer is over. So 10 tips to getting super fit and super healthy this summer. All of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Consumer Health on Health magazine, They had a great topic or article that says the truth about taking multivitamins. Nearly 40% of adults ages 60 and older take multivitamin mineral supplements, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data from 2017 to 2018. Now, a lot of my patients take multivitamins because they see them almost as an insurance policy to guarantee they get all the nutrients they need. This was said by an MD uh, in Cleveland Clinic. Now, they are, but are they helpful is what he asks and what they talk about in this article. And here's what we know and here's what we have to consider. What the research shows, everybody, a 2020 study published in the journal BMJ Open found that people who took these over-the-counter products, which contain all or most recognized vitamins and minerals, reported better overall well-being. But most research doesn't bear this out. Do you hear that? The research doesn't show this. 
The BMJ study found no measurable health benefits for users. A series of papers published in 2013 in the Annals of Internal Medicine that looked at multivitamin use among tens of thousands of people found that they didn't reduce the risk of heart disease. They didn't reduce the risk of cancer or cognitive decline. And a 2018 editorial in the journal JAMA that reviewed the research concluded that healthy adults over age 50 simply don't need a multivitamin. When you put multivitamins to the test, research shows there's no benefit and there even might be some chance of harm and so that was given, uh, that statement was given by a PhD MD from John Hopkins University. What do you wanna know about this? Well, the things that I wanna tell you is this was done on tens of thousands of people. So that's a very large group of research. And that's always very important. It wasn't done on five people or 10 people. And really people ask me all the time, especially my clients, they say, should I be taking a multivitamin? And my comment back is always you should discuss it with your doctor because there are special situations when you might need a multivitamin. And so I'm not telling you to stop taking a multivitamin if your doctor specifically told you that you needed one. But I think it's really interesting to always check the most recent data and research on these topics. I do not take a multivitamin. I have never taken a multivitamin. And I feel like as long as I stay on top of my nutrition, I eat five servings of vegetables a day, I eat two fruits a day, I get a lot of water, I rotate through my different protein sources and I get enough healthy fat and enough healthy healthy carbohydrates. I really try to balance everything because if I do that, then I don't need a multivitamin. A multivitamin that research is showing is not even benefiting the body. I so often think that people think these supplements are some kind of magic gift, some kind of quick fix, but so many supplements out there have no research behind them. And then I should note that there was an extra little disclaimer here on the article and it says, can you trust label claims? OTC, over-the-counter supplements, aren't regulated by the Food and Drug Administration the way that prescription medications are. And 12 of the 27 multivitamin mineral supplements analyzed last year by ConsumerLab.com were found to have quality issues, such as having more or less of the vitamins and minerals than their labels claimed, and some also contained contaminants. Again, why I always teach and preach that you don't want to take supplements. They're not regulated by the FDA. You generally won't know that something is wrong with these supplements until it's too late. Meaning it is up to the supplement company to do their own research on their product. And the FDA is not gonna do it until someone complains or God forbid dies from their product. And at that point, they will go to that company and say, hey, do you need to check your, your, your supplements and what's in them? But at that point, it's too late if you've been taking that supplement every single day for the last two years, right? So instead of relying on supplements, I'm always a huge advocate that you rely on real food. You rely on whole foods and you balance the intake that you're getting because the body knows how to process that. 
The body does not know what to do with supplements. And like they said, sometimes these vitamins and minerals that you're taking have too much or too little of what the label says. Let me tell you something, too much of what the label says can have a real adverse effect on your health and your system and your organs because the body, it can't handle too much of something. And when you take something in a pill format, it can be a really high dose. So I'm always preaching, don't rely on supplements. There is a supplement podcast. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go to Earn That Body and check out my supplements uh, podcast episode. But once again, the research is showing supplements are not going to do it, people. We can't have the quick fix. So just get back to that balanced nutrition. Now, Who wants to talk about 10 tips for staying super fit or even getting super fit and healthy and staying on track this summer? Let's dive right in. The number one thing or the first thing I should say, it's not number one, it's the first thing on the list that I want you to do is I want you to sit down and think about a summer goal doesn't have to be major. I know that the summer is full and packed and busy for so many people, but I think it's important to always have some type of goal, even a little small goal. So maybe it's a weight loss goal, or maybe it's a maintain weight goal, which is a great one over summer. Maybe this is not the time to be warring and losing weight, but maybe you know you wanna maintain your weight. And so if you have some type of weight goal, please make sure you're weighing in once a week so that you can stay on top of that. Maybe your summer goal is for running. Maybe you're a runner and you want to start increasing the distance that you're running. Please don't add more than 10% at a time each week so that you don't get an injury. Don't add too much too soon. But increasing your run time or your run distance is another great goal. Maybe it's a strength training goal. You want to work on your core. You're going to work on how long you can hold a plank. You're going to work on how heavy you can lift for chest press. Great, that's awesome. Um, Maybe you want to run a certain distance like a race. Maybe you're going to sign up for a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon. Fantastic. Maybe you're a walker and you're like, you know what? I walk 20 minutes a day. By the end of summer, I want to be walking a full hour every day or every other day. That's a great one. Um, How about just staying on top of workouts as your goal? Maybe you write down that your goal is I will work out five times a week every week this summer. Put a little chart together. Check it off daily. How about a meditation goal, everyone? We always fall off on the meditation, me included. I think it's such a good goal. There are so many great meditation apps out there. Get on a little summer streak. I'm not big on streaks except for meditation. So that's a good one as a goal. Most important thing about setting this summer goal is writing it down. I'm a big write it down on paper person. If you put it on your phone, If that works for you, but you may never open that part of your phone again and then you can't see it. I like to put a little post-it note like on my computer screen with my goal so that you see it daily. Write down the goal, set an end date, set what is the goal, make it realistic. Don't make it something that is so impossible to hit by the end of summer. Little steps, one at a time. That's the first thing you can do to rock your body for this summer. Now the next thing you need to do, whether you've been a client, you're gonna be a client, you'll never be a client, but you want to be fit and you want to be healthy, you're gonna eat breakfast, everyone, every single day this summer, right? Don't even think about skipping it because what happens in summertime is our schedules get 
crazy. If you have the young ones right now, if you have young kids, you're probably taking them to camp or taking them to the beach or the pool or to swim practice. And there's so much going on. And often I find that that's when my clients start skipping breakfast. You can't do it. For one, you're gonna ruin your metabolism all summer. So if you want really slow weight loss or a plateau in weight loss, then you should stop eating breakfast. (laughs) But nobody wants that, right? You want to have a strong metabolism. You wanna eat breakfast within about 30 to 40 minutes of waking up. So don't tell me that you're eating breakfast and it's 11.30 in the afternoon just because the meal is a breakfast type meal but you got up at six in the morning. That's not eating breakfast. Eat breakfast when you get up. Sit down with your kids. I hope you're feeding your kids breakfast. You can sit down and eat breakfast with them too. If you wouldn't take breakfast away from your child, why would you take it away from yourself? And let me tell you this, if you skip breakfast and you start that wild, crazy, busy day, all of a sudden, you're gonna be starving. And when the kids want fast food, you're gonna cave because you're starving. And once you're starving, all bets are off for staying healthy. I have been known to be in a CVS or a Walgreens and I unfortunately had no snacks left in my bag and I was starving and I have been known to pick up a Snickers bar right there at the counter because once you're starving there is no winning that game so don't put yourself in that position get your day started with breakfast the third thing you can do another one that's just sometimes falls by the wayside for some people in the summer Working out, team, you gotta work out, even in the summertime. I don't care if you're taking your kids to swim practice, I don't care if you're taking a summer class or what you're doing, you still have to move your body and you still have to work out. And if anything, let's face it, a lot of you are home without a strict schedule because the kids don't have school, Um, maybe you're working from the house, whatever it might be, often in summer you don't have as strict a schedule and so you definitely can fit that workout in. Now it might mean that sometimes, yeah, you have to get up a little earlier before you start that day at the beach to get the workout in. But I can promise you this, the afternoon to evening workouts in the summer, they don't usually happen. I can tell you that if I go to the beach all day, I'm not coming home full of energy, ready to go do an awesome workout. So make the workouts happen in the morning, if at all you can, but whatever you do, commit to like four to five workouts a week, all summer long, you will not regret it in the fall if you can keep that going. Number four, we got some limiters here. We gotta limit a few things that happen in the summertime. I'm sorry it's not fun, but it is a reality. You gotta limit eating out. I know that in summer we want to eat out more. We've got a lot going on. The neighbors are having that barbecue or everybody's meeting at that bar later and they're having pizza. But you you can still limit how often you eat out. If you know your family wants to eat out on the weekends, then you need to limit eating out during the week, right? So figure where you have the control. A lot of people are like, I have no control. Like they all want to go out on the weekend. I get that. I get it even more in the summertime. But you do have control then during the week. That means you eat breakfast at home. So when I say eat breakfast, please don't tell me that you're gonna go through the drive-thru and get that, uh, whatever they call it, low-fat turkey egg sandwich at Starbucks that's a million zillion milligrams of sodium, okay? No, 
eat breakfast at home. It's one of the easiest meals to make at home. So that's gonna help you get started with less calories than if you eat out, less sodium, less fat, okay? So eat breakfast at home and pack your lunches, okay? All these summer outings you have going on, you're going to the pool, you're going to the beach, you can bring your own lunches instead of eating that C-A-R-P that they sell at those places, okay? I never like eating that stuff. And to me, there's nothing worse than paying top dollar for the worst, most disgusting, unhealthy food ever. But again, you're hungry and you wanna eat something, right? No, pack your lunches, bring a cooler. Um, my best friend, she has that cooler in her trunk at all times and it's like loaded. <laughs> it used to be at least, I don't know if she still does that, but she would keep that cooler in her trunk and have all the snacks and waters and what she needed for the day. And if you can do that and do it for your kids too, help them be healthy all summer long. So eat your breakfast at home, pack your lunches, and I like to actually make sort of a summer bag that has a ton of snacks in it, a ton of water bottles ready to go that I can fill up before I go out that day, and have that summer bag with you all the time. That way if you do get hungry, or your kids get hungry, and you're going from plan A place to plan B place, you don't have to stop off somewhere to get food, because again, if you stop off to get food, you're eating out, and we're limiting eating out, because you wanna eat out on the weekend. So have a summer bag full of healthy snacks that you and your family can eat, and every time you walk out that door, you bring that summer bag. All of that is gonna help you so much so that you can enjoy the times you do eat out I recommend try to limit eating out three times a week. So you might wanna limit how often you go and get that coffee drink because that coffee drink is usually loaded in sugar and calories. It's still eating out. If you're buying something that you're ingesting, it's still eating out. So limit that to the meals that are going to be worth it. The next limiter, again, it's no fun, but you gotta limit the sweet treats, right? You gotta limit that just like going out um, and if it helps you, make a little chart for this stuff. Put it on your fridge. But I generally say, how about three sweet treats for the week? And maybe your kids are gonna have more than that. That's fine. I don't want you to restrict your children on what they want. But if you're trying to fit, stay fit, healthy, and not gain weight this summer, why don't you commit to I'm gonna have three sweets this week? And if you're like me, I like to save it for the weekend. Um, if not, if you know you have an event on a certain night, well then maybe you say, oh, I know I'm gonna want that chocolate cake there, so I'm gonna save it for that night. But have some control and have some limits when it comes to all of that sugar. And then the last limiter, you know what it is, but it's the cocktails. You have to limit cocktails, just like you have to limit going out to eat, just like you have to limit your sweet treats. Again, if you can limit to three drinks a week, you're gonna be rocking it this fall. If you're gonna start drinking every single night, I promise you several things are gonna happen. Once you start drinking every night, it's hard to stop. It's kind of like having a sweet treat every night. If you have a little bit of chocolate every night, you will crave a little bit of chocolate every night and that will not end. Same with the wine. What I see happening to clients, and they tell me this all the time when they come back to me in the fall, I started having a glass of wine every night. It turned into two glasses every night. And then I'd have two glasses and then I would start to eat a little something. And then before I knew it, I was eating sugar. And then before I knew it, I just threw in the towel because I'd start again tomorrow. But then it just keeps going on and on. 
I don't know why, but it's the summer thing. It's like we're exhausted, but we're happy and we're free and we're having fun and we're doing all this stuff. And so you just sort of throw in the towel. With alcohol, you just can't do it. So be really cautious of how many you have. And again, maybe you make a little chart for your limiters. And that way you can check off each week when you have a sweet treat, when you eat out, and when you have a cocktail. And ask your kids and ask your husband, hey guys, hold me accountable on this chart this week. Make sure I check it off and hold me accountable that I don't have more. I don't know anyone who has ever looked back and said, gee, I really wish I drank a whole lot more, had a whole lot more sugar, and I really wish I uh, gained more weight (laughs) last summer. You don't wish for those things. So it's okay to ask for a little bit of accountability in helping you do that. Now, what else can you do to get super fit and super healthy this summer? Make sure that you're eating two fruits per day. Probably not a whole lot more than that, I hate to tell you, because fruit is sugar. And you're probably already having a little extra sugar with the summer going on. So limit it to two fruits per day, but have two fruits per day because you need the nutrients, you need the vitamins, it's so healthy for you and you need the fiber. So I like to have my fruits with my snacks. So I have breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, and I like to have my fruit as with my snack. So like I make the Eagle shake, which is a a real food protein shake and there's a banana in that every day. And then later I might have an apple and peanut butter. So two fruits a day, it's gonna help fill you up, it's gonna help satiate you, but it's gonna help satiate you more if you have a healthy fat or protein with it. Meaning if you're gonna have an apple that's just a healthy carbohydrate, it's not gonna fill you up as much if you also have maybe 10 almonds with it. That's a very healthy fat with some protein in it. That's gonna fill you up more. Uh, Same thing with the apple and peanut butter. The peanut butter has some protein, it's mostly a healthy fat, and that's the part that's gonna fill you up. So two fruits, you might add that protein um, fat with it because that'll fill you up, but make sure you stay on top of that. And honestly, in summer, it's not even hard to stay on top of fruit because they have the best fruit in the summertime. I absolutely love the peaches and I love nectarines and I always try to really make sure I'm enjoying the summer fruits because they're just not even an option to get during the winter time. Number eight, I want you to shut the kitchen door. (laughs) I want you to shut it after dinner, unless you're someone who does have maybe a small snack after dinner, depends on how you rotate through your snacks during the day, but you need to shut the kitchen at some point. You just don't wanna keep that refrigerator open all night long. So shut the kitchen after dinner or after your post-dinner healthy snack, And I generally say 8.30, 9 o'clock, no more eating. If you're gonna eat after that, you're likely not going to sleep very well. And some of you will get into a very bad sleep pattern over summer too. The kids are staying up late, and therefore for some reason you feel like you need to stay up late. Now, if your kids are at an age where you have to put them to bed, then they should not be staying up very late, (laughs) all right? And of course, you need to parent your own child, so don't worry about it. If you like staying up late with your kids, that's one thing, but the problem with staying up too late is then all of a sudden, you're gonna be hungry again a few hours after dinner, right? So you need to figure that out because getting enough sleep 
is also super important, but just by staying up late and the kitchen not being closed means that you're likely to take in a lot more calories in those late hours before bed. It's not gonna help you sleep well, and those extra calories are definitely going to play a role in how you feel by the end of summer. So shut the kitchen down. Maybe you tell your family, kitchen's closed, and you know, this is it right here. At least it is for you, and you can ask for accountability on that. Number nine, water, water, water. We have to stay hydrated. It is so easy to get dehydrated in the summertime. <clears throat> Starting with the very first thing you drink in the morning, you should be having some water. You should have a little bit of water before you hit that coffee. Get the water in. Now, I definitely recommend you drink water with all meals and snacks, okay? I'm a huge proponent of water, water, water as much as you can. Swap that water for any sugary drinks you might be having or getting in the habit of having. I know that soda at the soda fountain um, is refreshing. I do, I get it. But loaded in chemicals, loaded in sugar, and maybe you do it once in a while for a sweet treat, but you have to stick to water as much as you can. Nothing is gonna hydrate you better than having water. Now, if you're sort of like, oh, I'm just so tired of water, or the kids never wanna drink water, I like to make a big pitcher of water, put cucumbers in it, put, um, I, I don't put this all in together. I'll either put cucumbers in or lemon slices in or orange slices in or strawberry slices in. Make it a little fun for you. Make it a little fun for the kids. And then it has that essence of flavor. Anything you gotta do to stay on top of your hydration. And if you're working out outside, make sure you're bringing water on these workouts. At this point, you can't really escape not bringing water with you. And if you're my runners and you're doing those long runs, we are at a point where you probably have to add some kind of fuel to your water that also has electrolytes and some sodium in it because at this point the sweat rate is high. And if you're feeling depleted after these outdoor workouts, if you're getting headaches after these outdoor workouts, it's usually a combination of not getting enough water, but also not getting enough electrolytes in your system and you've lost so much salt. And you can usually see the white crystals on your face and you can feel it. And if that's the case and you're seeing that and feeling it, you are losing a lot of salt in the body and you need to replenish that. So something to think about as well. Now, the last one you might think is really funny, but it's also really true. <laughs> I think if everybody could just do number 10, that everybody might lose weight and for sure maintain their weight. It is called stop going to Starbucks. I'm so sorry, Starbucks, but I am not a fan. And everybody is hitting that Starbucks during the summertime more than ever. Guess what team, going to Starbucks counts as eating out. Would you rather eat out with your family on Saturday night for dinner or go to Starbucks and get an average coffee with a high sugar treat? I'm not saying that the average coffee and treat is not something you might enjoy, but it might not really be worth it if you really knew how many calories, sugar grams, and sodium were actually in all of those things. So. I'm a big person who, I'm a proponent here if you're a huge Starbucks person because your kids love it and y'all love going through that drive-through and getting all the crazy drinks, I'm about to save you so much money this summer. How about you put it on your chart with the eating out, with the limiting of sweets and alcohol, your Starbucks 
uh, adventures. How many times do you commit to going to Starbucks each week and could you could you limit it to once or twice? I don't go ever. I am personally, I don't even think they have good coffee. Um, but if you're someone who does, can you limit it? Bring your kids in on it too. Be like, hey, we're only going to Starbucks twice a week. So whenever you all want to go, we all have to sit and discuss. Is this for sure one of those two times that we want to we want to do this? Are we going to regret it later in the week when we're on that road trip and we really want to go then? Sort of plan the week out, okay? Use your kids to help them understand too that this Starbucks trip, it's costing like 30 bucks every time the family rolls through Starbucks. I mean, I personally can't go through a Starbucks without spending like $8 and that would just be me. And I don't even go very often. And I'm always like, how do large families afford this? Like, this is expensive. So include the kids on this if you have kids or your partner and kind of see if you can limit Starbucks. Now, if you're like, oh, this is so easy. I never go to Starbucks. High five. Okay, that's awesome. I'm happy. But sadly, the majority of the people who are listening to this podcast go to Starbucks every single day. All right. I'm going to save you money. I'm going to save you calories, I'm going to save you sugar, and I'm going to save you sodium. Don't go to Starbucks that often. Skip it if you can't. If you do go, could you get a hot coffee, period, versus a coffee drink with sugar and syrup? Do not think that if you get a skinny latte, that means it's healthy. A skinny anything at Starbucks, a skinny anything anywhere just means that they've taken the sugar out and they've added chemicals, artificial sweeteners to it. So now it's even worse for you because I would rather you just have the real sugar. Get a hot coffee instead of that sugary drink or maybe a hot tea or maybe an iced tea, but not the sweetened kind. Or how about this? Have you ever had their water? Now I'm not talking about the bottle of water. They actually have like a triple filtered water. It's supposedly like, I guess they do that for their coffees. I'm hoping it helps make it a better coffee, but you can get a free thing of water. They will put it in a cup with ice. And so that alone can sometimes help you with that habit because you're just used to having the cup and straw of Starbucks that you want to walk around with on your hot summer day. But their water actually It's probably my favorite thing at Starbucks. How sad is that? It's just ice water. But it is very refreshing and it does taste very clean. (laughs) If you know what I mean, I've had water before at places. I'm like, oh, it tastes terrible. Get their triple filtered water. It's free. And if all the kids are getting something and you feel like you just want to have something in your hand, just ask them for a cup of ice water. It will do the trick. And honestly, skip the snacks because none of them are healthy there and skip the food because it all, they try to act like the protein box is healthy and the low fat turkey egg sandwich is healthy. I mean, yes, when you're picking the best of the worst choices, there, there are a few things, but they're just, to me, they're just not worth it. So much sodium team. You will be not be able to get your ring off the next day or even that day. So really watch your Starbucks intake this summer. Starbucks is going to shut me down. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be fine uh, without my podcast listeners. But these are the things that you can think about. Now you could put all 10 of these tips into play this summer. And honestly, if you did, you're going to be feeling awesome by the time fall rolls around. Maybe you're going to put a few of these things into play. Maybe every time your husband wants to go to Starbucks, you're going to think twice and order the triple filtered water. And that's going to make you feel better. 
The goal is just to enjoy life without sabotaging yourself into eating a ton of unhealthy foods. I want you to still enjoy your summer and go out to eat a few times a week, but not sabotaging yourself all week long. So give yourself that summer goal. Get to eating breakfast every day when you wake up. Make sure you're getting those workouts in. Get them in in the morning. Limit your eating out, your sweet treats, your cocktails. Please get the fruit in. And of course, you have to get your vegetables in too. I think I miss saying that. But you also want to get your vegetables in. And I try to have a vegetable with every single meal. So that will help you stay on track. Shut the kitchen down after dinner or after that snack. Shut it down, team. Get a good night's sleep. Hydrate with water. And of course, Limit that Starbucks because it ain't gonna help you, team. All right, that's everything for today. If you are looking for some workouts and you're like, gosh, I just, I need something to do every morning, but I don't know what to do. I have so many online workout programs and you could just set yourself up each morning, put on a video and be done with it. Go to earnthatbody.com, go to programs, scroll down. There's a challenges section at the bottom with a bunch of our challenge workouts that were fantastic. There's two week challenges, 21 day challenges. Those are great ones for the summer that kind of give you a little extra motivation. So get those workouts in, enjoy and have an amazing summer. But don't worry, these podcasts, we're going to keep it going all summer long. So keep on tuning in. Earn That Body Podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 